Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. Hike, go long. I'm throwing a football to my host, my co-host, Kevin Connor. What's up, Kev? Hello. I'd like you to keep going. I'm very entertained by this bit. <laughs> my dorky football references. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see how far the you whistle. can go. Uh, I, do they have whistles in football? I, I don't do. even know. We talk, So okay. we talked about a very, Good. very specific play <laughs> this weekend while you were here for the Super Bowl. Do you remember what it was? Yes, it was entitled The Scoopin' Score. Yes. I'm glad you remember yeah. that. You'll never forget it. Yes. It's a fun one. No, mnemonic device. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's some alliteration. It's, yeah. it's good. Um, so why are we talking about football? I'm Luke LeBen, by the way. <laughs> I didn't say I got too lost in the game. You know what I'm saying? Happens to uh, the best of but us. But <laughs> it always does. Um, and, you know, we're talking about the big game. Did we already say the cursed SB that's going to get us locked up? I don't know. We'll find out. Well, good thing this is a mini because I got to run from the cops after this one. Yeah. Check your newspapers tomorrow to find out. But, uh, no, we're we're going to talk about the musical component to that big game, the halftime show from Rihanna. Kev, you want to give your uh, general reaction first? Yeah. So I'll, I'll go all the way back because I think I found out about this far before you did because I watched <laughs> the NFL and was there when it was announced. Yeah. And I was kind of like, eh. You know, like Rihanna's got some good songs, but I, I, she's not someone I'm a huge, like, diehard fan for. Um, yeah. And it, it, it kind of sat very neutral for me throughout the year. And then about a week before, I was Fair. like, getting, I'm like, all right, let's like, what, what do I think Rihanna's going to do? And you know what? Rihanna rules for the Super Bowl halftime show because she's got the hits. Uh, she's got, you know, yeah. a, a, a dozen songs that everybody knows and are all great and are singable. And you, yeah. can, you can mix them all together for kind of a 11, 12, 13 minute medley. And that's really what you want from a Super Bowl halftime show artist. Uh and she did yeah. great. So I uh, I was pretty happy with that show. Yeah, I will say that was like, I was like, oh, yeah, there's this one, too. Oh, and mm-hmm. this one. And we, she probably barely scratched the surface of her hits. But it's like, yeah, there were a lot uh, more than I remember. I'm like, oh, yeah, I think of like a handful come to mind right away. But yeah, um, see, I do have a past association with Rihanna that... I mean, I think she's great, and I really liked that Anti album was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but that Found Love in a Hopeless Place song, I edited a wedding video to it. Had just heard it over and over and over. Like I hate it so much. Uh, it's up there with, and then even like just working, like when I was working at Little Caesars, I feel like Rihanna was one of those artists that was just always on the radio, just because it was that time when she was super popular. And so I'm just so sick of so many of her, like, choruses on Eminem songs and, like, that Calvin Harris song. So I'm like, I think she's immensely talented and amazing. But then at the same time, there's so many of her songs that I'm just like, I would be okay if I never heard again. 
perhaps a bit overplayed. Yes. Yes. But, um, I mean, the Super Bowl performance was awesome. I said I wanted her to jump on the platforms like Mario, but that wouldn't have been safe. It was... uh, (laughs) Especially because she was performing for two. True. That would not have been... Uh, that would not have been safe, but she still went pretty high up there to the point where I was scared. Yeah. Uh, and that was, so. that platform was wobbling. Like it was not, yeah. it was not at perpendicular to the ground at all times. It got a, like 87 degrees at one point. Um, I um, thought it was, I great. was, yeah, it was, I was seeing, uh, I just saw a post that was like, basically being like Rihanna was pregnant and performed, this many feet up in the air and it still wasn't good enough for you. And, um, I was telling my cousin, Brian, that I just don't give a shit about a, the Super Bowl and B Super Bowl halftime shows. I mean, there's some that were cool, but I'm just like, it's not like a thing I'm ever thinking about. And like, Ooh, I can't wait to find out what's the Super Bowl halftime. Like there's, that is for some people and that's fine. It's just not me. It's it's a spectacle as a big fan of, of the NFL, as someone who watched the playoffs develop yeah. into Chiefs-Eagles. It was a very good game until the very end where there were some kind of nonsensical penalties, but we're not here to talk about that. Uh, I do want to touch on the moment, Luke, that we shared during the halftime show where we looked to each other. Oh, the moment we shared? Terrified. Because all of the lights started playing. And yeah. we both were like, no. She she can't right, right. right, and luckily <laughs> the, Rihanna did, did not. Did you have say Kanye something join. about? Did you say something about him coming out, or was that? Well, I mean like, that is like, she gonna bring him out. <laughs> it was like an because a lot of times the Super Bowl halftime show does feature guests, right? Yes, uh, it f- did last time. There was five people. Well, and even like last year, there was the five people, and then Fifty Cent just showed up. Like he wasn't billed; he was just there, right, hanging from right. the ceiling like a bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Katy Perry famously brought out Miss Elliot, and that halftime show is like, in my opinion, among the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. Like up there, Prince to me is a standard to be held to. Prince, um, of course. But I mean, like, I care about that one because I love Prince. Yeah. But like, yeah, I'm sure the other ones were great. But I'm just like, yeah, they're cool, and they're all shot like a sports thing. And maybe that's my problem with it. If it was shot in a different way, maybe I'd like it more. But, but it was cool. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It was um, great. It, it was it was serviceable. It was a good halftime show, and that's all you can yeah, ask yeah. for sometimes. It's better than Coldplay. <laughs> and uh, that's all you can ask for. Hey, I did want to show you something funny. Uh, so I showed you before we started that I have the piano that yeah. was in my parents' house moved over here. So I actually, in the bench, found the Mission Impossible theme sheet music wow uh, that i did for one of my recitals and this is intermediate level five baby but you can see i like marked it all up with what the notes are uh but it was pretty cool just an artifact from the musical past of luke leben did you Um, did you play it well or was it a mission impossible oh i ripped it baby i killed it (laughs) in fifth grade i played chariots of fire on the flute as a solo Oh. And I did fine. I also played a very Christian song, The Name is Escaping Me, but it's one of those classic hymns that we sang all the time. Um, How great thou art. That was the one. 
<laughs> no, I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, they didn't teach that one in the public schools. Nope. That was some deep cuts. <laughs> um, Kev, you did want to talk about uh, something we did on Spotify, which was the blend. We blended. A new thing. We blended. And, you know, I did a blend also with uh, my wife and our friend Sammy and Erica. And ours was a little more like stuff I didn't know. Yours and mine is I think too it similar. We were a 92% match. Yeah, yeah, that's why. It's mm-hmm. great, though. I yeah. mean, I like it. But it's, I was like... It's a good playlist. This is, this is everything I, I like already. Yeah, like, let's, this is cool. Let's let's detail a few a few of the artists featured yeah. in the top ten. You got Yeah Yeah Yeahs with Perfume Genius, Drug Dealer, yep. Barty Strange, Kevin Morby, Willow, yeah. Kick Shift, Soft Cult, Beach Bunny, Tasha, and oh. Lucius. Which spoilers Soft Cult's coming up on next episode, the best song ever. Oh, um, and those are all artists we've talked about on the podcast. So clearly yeah. uh, Spotify is picking up what we're listening to and putting yeah. it down pretty well yeah no it's a great playlist i was like we're just we're similar it's perfect we're Mm -hmm. a perfect match we're a perfect blend yes we're premium blend on comedy central in the 1990s is that a thing (laughs) yeah it was a stand-up show it was recently referenced on a podcast i was listening to you never used to watch it it was one i remember watching comedy central presents which was like the it was on like late at night you know when the Girls Gone Wild commercials would play. Oh my god. That was intense for, for young yes. Kev. It was a wild a wild time when was, premium blends were happening. I needed to know what was going on beneath those stars. <laughs> bad things. All yeah. bad. Um, but anyway, uh, so now that we've discussed the matters at hand, why don't we get into talking about some of the music we've been loving in Touts? Charles. All right. First up, I got a great album that was released last week. Andy Schauf with Norm. I made the album, or I made, I made the joke last week that it was about uh, George Wentz Cheers character. Yeah. But uh, was it actually? No, it wasn't. But the story behind it is actually pretty interesting because uh, on Andy Schauf's first album. The one song I loved was like from the perspective of someone who like kills someone. And it's like, I think it starts as like love and then it gets like darker and darker as it goes on. And so uh, that's sort of what happens on the whole album here. And apparently he was calling it Norm because it was supposed to be like normal record. Nothing like conceptual about it. And then it turned into this like this Norm, this guy Norm, who by the end of it, maybe does something terrible but it's kind of left up open in, to interpretation goes home to good. his wife <laughs> that's so terrible that, um, that's, but no that's would, something awful that norm would not want to do in shears luke oh right right he vera? doesn't like yeah Was he doesn't like name? vera but he actually yeah. does like vera he just kind of ribs her talk about getting super dark all of those jokes like as the seasons go on you're like damn norm Dude, <laughs> it's um, rough. I, I but, you know, I listen. Quick, quick sidebar. I'm very glad we've yeah. left the trope of just like I hate my wife comedy. Yeah, right. Because uh, it's it what I grew up on, and it just seems very toxic. 
we're talking about all these things we've come so far from girls gone wild hating wives all this classic misogyny terrible shit from our childhood Mm -hmm. um hey but moving on let's uh talk about this is an amazing album that brian recommended for me and it's very like country-ish gospel-y it's called sunny war by anarchist gospel or the album is anarchist gospel by sunny war and it features like a bunch of other like country musicians as well as jim james from my morning jacket is on one song but just super good like acoustic country-ish like kind of bluesy gospel-y like catchy it's super good oh and there's a cover of baby bitch by ween (laughs) Uh, which is a super random, like, I mean, it's a great song, but Ween is a super goofy, weird, amazing band yeah. and uh, kind of a deep cut, but super cool. There, There's not a song by Ween that isn't a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we got Caroline Polachek with Desire I Want to Turn Into You. Uh, the Cape Bush of Our Time, Kevin? Is that what we were saying? <laughs> So she tweeted uh, maybe a month or two ago. And you know what? It's probably longer ago because it was right after Stranger Things and the Kate Bush essence. Okay. Where she said, like, I know people are saying that Caroline Polachek is the Kate Bush of the 2020s. Um, And, like, when that phrase was searched, the only person to have ever said it was Caroline Polachek. So... (laughs) Maybe maybe hey. people aren't saying that. Um, Sometimes you gotta start your own buzz. Yeah, you gotta, right. You know, you gotta stir your own caramel. I don't know. If that's the thing. People but people, say. people are saying is the loosest like attribution you can do. Like I hear people are saying best song ever is the best podcast of 2023. Yeah, I I've heard that as well from a lot of people. Um, the the album's good though. It's got Bunny as a Rider, which came out a long time ago, but oh, yeah. it's a fucking amazing song. Um, and there's some other good ones feature from Grimes and Dido on one song. Whoa. All at once. It's wild. Yeah. Um, then a good vintage tout, a classic album I've been listening to because we were talking about Rainbow albums. Uh, mm. And you, if you watch our video for our double Rainbow on YouTube... I threw this in there really quick when I we were talking about Rainbow albums, and it's Jimmy Cliff with "Wonderful Wonderful World, Beautiful People," which Jimmy Cliff is a great like reggae legend. He also like acted a bunch, and so people might know him from that. But this is his debut album, and it's so good. It has the song "Many Rivers to Cross," which Linda Ronstadt covered, which is why I discovered this album. Um, and he did some like famous soundtracks too, the harder they come and there's another one that's escaping me, but he's amazing. And so, yeah, highly recommend that album, that album. Uh, and what do you got Kev? Uh, so it's a, uh, it's a week where I feel that I was proven right. Um, Paramore, this is why absolutely rules an waves have been made album. Yeah, it uh, it's a no skip for me, like, um, ten out of ten album. Like all every song is good. And Luke, we kind of had a little yeah. debate about the news, um, which was one of the singles. Yeah. In that you don't. Really I care say for the watch chorus. Fox, and you're all CNN. Wait, what? Yep. <laughs> uh, you you're not a big fan of the chorus, and I um, uh, I felt yeah. that the verses were actually kind of like, Meh. 
Um, so what I think we just we're to looking be fair, for. I kind of feel like the whole thing's kind of meh. But. Okay, fair. <laughs> I think what we're looking for is like two different songs. Is that I want a song built from the chorus, and then you want the verses yes. to have a more interesting chorus. Uh, but you know what? We get what we get, and not what we want. And I think that song has grown on me a lot. And the back of the album is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, um, that I really did like a lot of the later songs. Figure eight. Uh, <laughs> so it's funny because I'm like thinking, you know, they're doing this like different sound, and that's very apparent to me. But Kyle doesn't really like Paramore, <laughs> and so I just start playing Figure Eight in her car. And just like hearing out of the speakers and not hearing like the detail, I'm like, it just sounds like regular old Paramore. And she's like, "Are you fucking playing Paramore in my car?" <laughs> she was like, I, so indignant about it, like just so offended that I would stoop to play Paramore. In if her you're car a Paramore like, fan, sorry, I think you can see that this <laughs> album is a bit of an evolution. If you dislike yeah. Paramore, this is still a Paramore it's more record. Of the same. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's not different enough it's not like Lil Yachty right yeah. where it's like out of left field yes yes kind of makes sense I liked it yeah I do too it's it's honestly I don't have that many touts because I've been listening to this album a lot uh and the one album to have broken through the uh the Paramore grasp is Tennis's new album Pollen which is oh. super good it's number two on my list, up there with Young Fathers. Those are my two favorites so far of the year. It's amazing. Yeah, I, uh, I've i only given it like two or three listens, and I really want to like... It doesn't have a song like Need Your Love that like absolutely grabbed me moment one, like their last album, because yeah. that song is like a, one of their best yeah. singles. It's um, it's a little less like obvious pop and disco yeah. as the last one, and there's some like guitar based ones which was a little surprising like because they've been doing a little less of that like more like acoustic and like sludgy guitar Mm -hmm. which i was not expecting and it's a little more toned down let's make a mistake tonight is the one for me that like that's the one that's the my favorite jam on it um but but every song really is awesome that's a no skip for me yeah agreed um all right well, why don't we talk about the new Music Friday releases that we're excited for in Shouts. Uh, Luke, I've got two this week I'm excited for. What you uh, got? Screaming Females with Desire Pathway, yes. which if uh, if Caroline Polachek is trying to become Desire, maybe Screaming Females are going to show her how. Oh, Desire Pathways I want to turn into you. Boom. Uh, I'm really excited for this. Their last album, All at Once, I believe. Um, made my top ten that year. It's Screaming Females, which is an awesome rock group, and yeah. I'm very excited to hear more from them. And um, a band that caught my attention not through sound but through reading. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go backwards here. The album Land of Sleeper from Yes Pigs 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 Pigs. So you started, when you say you, you're going to go backwards, you started at the seventh pigs and then went backwards to the I, first pigs. You know what? I went album <laughs> first and then seventh okay. pig. And then I did seventh first, and then, sixth, second. Like, I kind of, like, ping-ponged. Uh, here, let fifth, me, second, let me do it, let fourth, me do it third. I get it. I get I'll it. Do it. I'll do it in order. They deserve their respect. Yes. Pigs, 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 pigs with Land of Sleeper. There you go. I'll check it out. 
<laughs> yeah, sounds great. Um, I'm I have a handful. So uh, first up, shouts to Av Tear from Animal Collective, which I was realizing like I never really parsed out in my head which which songs were primarily like Av Tear singing and which ones were Panda Bear. And you know it's usually a mix of both, but uh, for Reverend Green and Summertime Clothes, I think are both Av Tear, and I'm like those are two of my favorites. And I was listening to this EP because I'm gonna play a song from it next week. So that's Whoa. a tease. Come back next yeah. week. I know your whole lineup almost. Nope. There's one you don't know. Oh. Um, and you never will until next week. Um, <laughs> but AV Tears EP sevens is out uh this 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 very day. Uh it's about a bunch of George Costanza sons. Um and then <laughs> Pile, great band I previously played on the podcast with all fiction. It's a few L's there. Um, I'm hoping that's the <laughs> title and not a typo. Um, then Nappy Nina with Morning Dew. And that's spelled like morning, like grieving, and dew as in like the rent is due. So uh, I was little, thinking like uh, when you take that sip of the leftover Baja Blast when you wake up. Oh, sure. Yeah, you were thinking a morning dew. Grateful Dead spelling. Well, Grateful Dead has a song called Morning Dew, which is like the normal spelling. When, but this is the Grateful Dead. Often ate Taco Bell late at night and then took a sip of a leftover Baja Blast when they woke up. I know what Bobby gets up to. He's, he likes him some Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, Steady Holiday. I actually, this is Dre Babinski, who I met, was in the Des- Dusty Roads in the River Band. and met them years ago when they were touring. Uh, but this is her new project. She's had a few albums, and they've all been really great. So this is Newfound Oxygen. Uh, then we got Skrillex with Quest for Fire. Uh, that'll be interesting. I'll <laughs> check that out. And then Pink with Trustfall. Didn't you say something about Pink when I brought her up before? You, when we were talking about the albums we were excited for this week, uh, you said Pink and Skrillex. And I went, together? Oh, that's what it was. Uh, and I, <laughs> that would be... That'd be intense. Pink, pink I, X. I think that album would be for nobody, but I'd appreciate it. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, so yeah, that's what we got. And then, Hey, we got to talk about our three daddies or a planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great stuff over there and head over to offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. That's our third daddy. Got great interviews and columns over there. And then, Hey, follow us on TikTok and YouTube and all that stuff at best song ever pod. Uh, just posted, my the february records of the month when we're recording this so that's up there go check that out because that's gonna do it for us this week as always i'm luke leben saying you better check your perspective i'm kevin connor saying go ahead chase those waterfalls this is the best song ever well it's best song ever not a podcast better This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.